Hi, Honeymooners. Natasha and I are coming to a city near you. And we'd love you to come see us and support us doing live stand-up comedy. As for me, I'm going to be going to the Comedy Club on State in Madison this very weekend for five shows. I love that club. I'd love to see you there. I'll also be at the Troubadour for the Netflix is a Joke Festival on May the 12th. That's just one night, one show, just me. But Natasha and I are going to be doing a live Endless Honeymoon podcast taping for the Netflix is a Joke Festival on the 4th of May. Then I'm going to the Punchline in Philadelphia. That's in July. Would love to see you there. I'm going to be going to the Punchline in Sacramento in August. And I'll be going to the DC Improv uh, the weekend before the election, before we figure out what hell we hath wrought. Come see me at any of those dates. Oh, yeah, one more. I'll be at the Bell House in New York on July the 11th. I'd love to see you there, New York City. Natasha, you got anything? Why don't you come see me in Brea? If you live in Orange County, I think that's Orange County. I don't even know, but come to Brea. I'll be there in April. I'll also be at the Chicago Improv in April. And if you can't see me in Chicago, why don't you come to Tempe in May? Tempe, Arizona. I'll also be in Boston, but that's not till October. I think I might take the summer off. Go to NatashaLegero.com. Or MosheCasher.com. And get some tickets. To see the both of us. And also make sure that you come to our Patreon-supported Dinner party this Sunday. That is on St. Patrick's Day. What else are you doing? It is a dumb holiday. I'm sorry. If you are not yet a member of the tier that gets you into the dinner parties, go ahead and upgrade. Upgrade that. You could downgrade afterwards. I mean, we don't have real rules. Order your corned beef and cabbage from the local pub. DoorDash that shit to your house. Yep. Log on. 6 p.m. Come mess with us. It's a really great way. To connect to the community of the Endless Honeymoon Podcast and also to connect to your lovely hosts. Welcome to the Endless Honeymoon Podcast. I'm your host, um, Mrs. Moshe Kasher. And I am your other host, Father Moshe Kasher. It's Father's Day. Happy Father's Day, honey. Now, Natasha, do you want to tell them the beautiful accolade that you gave me at the breakfast table this morning, or should I? She's, I don't know why you thought that was so offensive. Um, it was funny, but it was definitely offensive. She said, our kid was sitting there, and she's like, well, why don't we say something we like about Daddy? She said, I like that Daddy always focuses on his own desires and <laughs> things that bring him pleasure without regard for anyone else. No, I didn't say it like that. How, I was, do you, how do you think you said it? Like that you never let oh, anything the, get in the way of your hobbies and your, <laughs> your fun. And then she looked and me. And I think it's good. And she looked at me and I go, no, no, no. It's inspiring. Yeah, like I wanted her to model that. <laughs> it felt mildly like a critique. Well, if it was, that's my problem. Well, speaking of critiques, Natasha, um, we discussed a few weeks ago whether or not I should charge my mother uh, <laughs> a service fee for a, a hot tub swap. And let me just say this. Not since... No, not even... Not even toothbrush gate. You love your mom so much too. That's why this is so weird. You're so close with your mom. Not even since toothbrush gate, where I was dragged over the coals by our listenership. It doesn't even compare... At least with Toothbrush Gate, I had some nasty yellow tooth motherfuckers that were like, I like sharing 
a toothbrush. <laughs> Every tenth comment was like some gross Burning Man person saying, I think Natasha's tripping. The closest I got to a supportive position on my perspective was one comment said used hot tubs are nasty anyway. That's as close as someone came. So if if you don't if, if you're not caught up, it's uh, Moshe doesn't want to you know gift his mother our old hot tub he wants to charge her well here's what it came down to we bought his disabled mother who needs you always bring up her disability as if she just needs to soak as if that's germane to whether it would help her joints you mean oh i thought you meant her deafness you're talking about her her hips and knees yeah she needs to soak to get her arthritic knees soaked on my position was I mean, I love my mom, but I don't just buy her things because she wants them. She has her own money where she can buy them. And I'm just like <laughs> operating as a hot tub broker because I know more about hot tubs. But Natasha said, why don't you just buy your mom the fucking hot tub, right? No, not even buy it for her. Just give her your old one without charging her for your old one. Well, what if I found out? A- that is so, that's, that's pretty sad, Mosh. Well, the listeners strongly agree with you. They strongly agree with you. We got a bunch of a number of emails. Uh, my Instagram comments are filled with people making fun of me, lambasting me, and uh, it's starting to it's starting to hurt a little bit. But what, I thought maybe we could read a few of them. Okay, you want to read one? Uh, yeah, it's here's one that says Moshe. After all the shit you gave her when you were an Oakland gangbanger. Now let me just say, <laughs> if you haven't read my book, uh, I was not a gangbanger. Uh, read my book. I mean, the book is about me being a wannabe. I was definitely not a gangbanger, but his point is well made that I put my mother through hell when I was a teenager 30 years ago. So I think I've paid my debts at this point. But he says, give her the hot tub, man. Okay, great. Gotcha. The next one, the next one starts to get a little personal. Um, this person says on this episode of the Endless Honeymoon podcast in which Moshe defends his position to sell his mother a broken hot tub. Okay. <laughs> already already a, a dishonest framing of the argument. A broken hot tub? I didn't even think of that. You you are trying to sell her one. It it sucks. The top sucks. I ordered a new top, but not so for I, her. Yeah. You were going to give her the broken busted no, I wasn't. one Whoever. and charge her for it. You think I was going to, what, keep Your the- beloved mother, who oh. you love, <laughs> I was who, gonna- lived, who lives 0.3 miles away from you. Who, when I was a gangbanger, I used to bring Crips over and do drive-bys from her Toyota Camry. I'm just saying, Mosh. Okay, so, it's, so first of all- It's an odd instinct. It's Okay, I'm, I, I can cop to some of that, but I just say that this particular person lost all credibility when they said broken hot tub. No, no, no hot tub was broken. I finally understood the thing that Natasha always says about Moshe being a good arguer. Okay, thank you. A little bit of praise. Although he basically intentionally misses the point in order to win the argument. Now, that sounds like the... Ooh, is that what you do? That's what this person says, and that sounds like the language of someone that loses a bunch of arguments to me. That sounds like a loser, a loser language. Okay, but um, Moshe in this ep sa- says, so every time my mom wants something, I should have to buy it for her. And that's literally not what Natasha is saying, you silly goose. Okay, that's cute, I guess. Call me a silly goose. 
You're not buying her a hot tub. You were about to have an extra hot tub and the extra one was broken. You don't listen, lady. You don't know what the fuck you're talking about. None of what you're saying is true. Go back and listen to the episode. Let me break down what was going what was going on, okay? We have a hot tub. It's not broken. It works. The the top is definitely is broken. But I've ordered a new top. For yourself. For the tub that's there. There's only one tub that exists in our ownership circle right now. And it's there and it works and it's not broken and the top is broken, yes, but it's there's a new one coming. I was not gonna keep the fixed hot tub top. I was gonna obviously include that in the sale because I'm a good guy. Okay, we got one working one. My mom says, I love your working hot tub that isn't broken. My disabled mom. She says, I want a hot tub. I say, mom, I will start looking on the internet for a hot tub for you because I like to troll Craigslist for things until I find a really good deal. So I found a really good deal. I go, oh my God, mom, I found a really good deal, but this one is really big. It's too big for you. But it would actually work for Natasha because we've got a kid and we sometimes have guests, right? So I will go purchase. I mean, no one agrees with you even if you like bore us with all the details. <laughs> okay, fine. Okay. Uh, you're not buying her. Okay, you're buy, about to buy an extra hot tub and the extra one was broken. No, it wasn't. Asking your mother to buy it seems a little stingy. Team Tosh, as usual. Love you both. All right. Well, I love you too, you silly goose. Um, do you want to read a couple? Do you want me to just keep going? You can just keep going. Definitely agree with Natasha. Just give your mom the hot tub, especially if you were going to get rid of it anyway. Hashtag don't be a pig bottom. Now, again, okay, I guess I know a pig bottom is like a greedy bottom. I guess so that makes sense. But okay, where did people get the impression I was going to throw something away? I was never going to throw anything away. Nothing was broken. This isn't people heard it and had an emotional reaction because moms elicit emotion. And they were like, give it to mama. They're like Italian people. Like, I love my mom. But they're not they, they they missed actual details because of the momness of it. All right. It's Father's Day, by the way. Okay, honey, any more? Sure. Moshe and Natasha, on the hot tub, I'm a big Moshe defender here. Oh, but here. I can't go with you this time, he says. Oh, no. <laughs> to me, what makes it odd is that you're using her money to cover your own cost. I would understand if she was the one insisting to pay out of pride, but if you have what is ostensibly an extra hot tub, why not just give it to her? There is no extra hot tub. There's no extra hot tub. I don't understand why people heard it that way. There's not an extra hot tub. You want to buy a different one. No. So then you have an extra one. No. No. The only reason I'm even looking is because my mom wanted one. Oh, there's another point this person makes. <laughs> I think the comparison of if I buy her a hot tub, am I supposed to buy her a diamond is classic slippery slope thinking. All right. That's fair. <laughs> Okay, I actually give that to you. <laughs> doing one nice thing doesn't necessarily create an expectation of doing infinite nice things. A free hot tub is the kind of gift only a loved one or the lottery can give. Love the show. Okay, slippery slope. I, I, I'm with you on that. Listen, I've been roundly chastised. I get it, I guess. I'll fucking buy my mom a hot tub, <laughs> I guess, if I see a good deal on one. Thank you. Okay, you guys win. Okay, I won't brush my teeth with Natasha's toothbrush. I won't not buy my mom a hot tub if I see a really good deal on Craigslist on a Facebook marketplace. Now, I know a lot of people are going to be uh, writing in and asking us about the new set and they're going to be begging for details, uh, but you don't get them. Okay. This is private. Why are we in front of a surfboard with an entirely new setup? None of your business. 
but you might hear you might see this this setup more tell us what you think we, we were thinking about experimenting with a different look once in a while you know it's like why not it's like Moshe's style it kind of is my style a little bit um natasha uh i was thinking yeah if you were down if you felt down for this that maybe we could do a telephone call where we give advice to someone let's do it hey tosh yeah mosh you know what the most annoying thing by far about veterinarians is uh that it's almost like they, they like hijack you and like you pay them any amount of money to well, the, like keep your dog alive well the prices can be rough but the most annoying thing to me is no matter what you do when you call a veterinary office they're like mm, we think you should bring it in mm, bring it in mm, bring it in it's like a form of extortion 100 percent, and that's why fuzzy has come along to take away that extortion and allow you the opportunity to get a telehealth visit with your vet online this is a phenomenal idea ever spend hours googling What's up with your dog? Everything from why is my cat, or, you know, cat, why why are they sneezing so much? Uh, what happens if you eat a stick of butter? Um, our child is constantly telling me things at the dog. She's like, Mom, the dog um, just had, like, some raw coconut. That's bad, right? And if you Should look, I give her more? Yeah, if you, look, <laughs> if you look it up, it's just like a panic fest. Fuzzy has come along. It's a telehealth service for pet parents that offer 24-7 access to personalized pet care from veterinary professionals. I love this idea. From everyday questions to middle-of-the-night emergencies, Fuzzy has the answers pets, pet parents need through live chat and virtual vet consultations available to you 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Fuzzy can answer your pet questions, big and small, urgent and every day. This is so awesome. No, it really is great. And like, I want a doc. See, this is like, I want a doctor like this for everything. 100%. But vets more than anything, because they're always like, we can't answer that. Bring I know. The pet in. We must do a $9,000 blood panel to see if your dog's going to make it. 100%. But you want to know when your pet is in an emergency. That's what Fuzzy's perfect for. You call in, they say this is a non-emergency. Or you call in, they say, yeah, bring it to an emergency vet right now. It's not, it's just what the world needs right now fuzzy is offering our listeners a free seven-day trial membership go to yourfuzzy.com slash honeymoon today to sign up that's a free seven-day trial and access to exclusive member discounts on pet meds supplements food and more at y-o-u-r-f-u-z-z-y.com slash honeymoon and also we need this 100 percent. we're using this for our three dogs i will be calling fuzzy probably today Again, yourfuzzy.com slash honeymoon for your free trial of Fuzzy with access to 24-7 personalized pet care and vet-recommended products. You have to see what's up with Pablo's eye. I'm going to do it right now. Okay, we are going to call Allie in College Station, Texas. Hello. Allie, what's happening? Hi. Hi. Um, hi. I like your guys' surfboard. Oh, <laughs> Thank you very much. It's a it's a debut. You're actually the first guest ever to get advice uh, in front of this surfboard. So this is kind of a big deal for you. Now, Allie, another big deal for you. I've actually been to College Station, Texas. You have? Yeah. What in the hell? What uh, were you doing here? <laughs> you know, I actually, you're going to, this is really going to fuck your brain. I have family in College Station, Texas. I, or I used to anyway. I think they've moved away. But I I have actually step family in College Station, Texas. That was the very the very family that once took us on a, a trip to Oklahoma, and and a man in my step family asked my brother and I if we had accepted Jesus yet. I thought the yet part was very <laughs> presumptuous. It wasn't. Have you accepted Jesus? Is that something you're considering? It's have you gotten there yet? 
And also on that very same trip, we were driving, my brother and I, trying to find a movie theater. And uh, a man in a pickup truck stopped and we said, do you know where the movie theater is? And he said, you just drive down the road. And then when it stops, you turn left. And then when that stops, you will be at the movie theater. And I always thought that was a very Oklahoma way to... Is this not a good story? It's not. All right, Alan. Well, I mean, that's how it is in, in you know... In life. Yeah. That's how directions work. Yeah, but you you're, know, you're fascinating, honey. Thank you so much. Allie, we find you fascinating as well. Um, why did you call today? Um, so I, that's like the perfect way to describe College Station, by the way, is have you accepted Jesus in my experience? Yes. Um, I see that you have a Vacation in Hell poster. What is that? Are you like the one um, kind of anti-God person in College Station? I have to keep it like in, in contained in my apartment. <laughs> so I don't get like murdered or whatever, but um, or converted, but it's just like a it's a Flatbush Zombies uh, album cover thing. Cool. So you're the coolest person in College Station. No, I <laughs> I don't know how to I don't know how to like rope cows or anything yet. So Natasha, cool. you might want to tell her a little little something about that. I would never rope a cow. Give me a break. I don't want to either. That's the problem. <laughs> I mean, you've got to you've got to find a better way, honey. Well, listen, Texas, other than the religiosity of College Station, is fucking nailing it right now. So let's uh, let's move into you. Why did you contact us? So um, I need some relationship advice. It's like relationship and family advice at the same time. Um, I have this boyfriend who we we were together in like 2018. We dated for a year. We broke up for about a year and a half. And then now we're sort of back together again, even though he still lives in Phoenix. And my my mom is like, oh, puppy. My mom is just like so rude to him and about him. Um, and I don't know like how to approach it because I've already asked. I've already told her multiple times like, this person is very kind to me. Like he treats me well. We love each other. What's her problem? Um, what, yeah. do, what, what does she want for you? What doesn't he have? So she doesn't like the fact that he's, we just come from like totally different backgrounds. Like our, my, my, I have two lawyers. My parents are both lawyers. Um, they're both like, you're as close as it comes to being a Jew in college station, Texas. Oh, right? I am. A- you are. I'm a Jew. I'm oh my <laughs> God. A Jew in college station. This is like a Chaim Potok short story. Okay. Yeah. I'm a Jew. Um, my dad is a, like a Russian Jew. My mom's family is Sicilian actually. Um, God. And his, his family, they're like fifth generation Americans from Missouri. He grew up in a trailer park. His parents are like super, didn't graduate high school. God. And so your mom's kind of like looking down on him as like trash. Yeah, exactly. Got it. And have you dated guys like him before? Um, no, no. Has she approved of other boyfriends you've had? Yeah, unfortunately. Now, is it just full classism or is there something about him that actually is like uh, untoward or unkempt? Like, is there some any legitimacy to what she's her critique? Is he crushing natty light cans on his forehead at Thanksgiving or what's? 
his dad does that. His dad actually has this like designated, he has a designated bush light lunchbox that he carries around with him. He's a mad chiller. Wait, hold on, hold on. Moshe just guessed like the most horrifying thing and you're like, oh yeah, that's like. That's his dad. That's his dad. I'm kind of with your mom on this one. I don't know about I don't know about fifth generation Mississippi trailer trash. <laughs> <laughs> and Natasha's kind of like a, a Bernie in the booth and a Wintour in the streets. You know what I mean? <laughs> she's not going to give you. She's your mom, basically. She's an Italian snob. No, but I don't really like that your mom is like making you feel uncomfortable. Like when I think of my kid, if she brought someone home eventually that I really didn't like. I don't know. I would try to be open about it. You know, I wouldn't be outright rude. She's like, this is Tyler. And he's like, what's up? Def Leppard rules. Kind of a thing. Is that a pretty good impression of your boyfriend? Uh Yeah, sounds like him. No, he's very, he's super polite and like, he's a little bit shy because my, my parents are like, I'm intimidated by them. Like Mm -hmm. he should be too. So how how do we get her to stand Um, up to her mom? Because here's the thing, you know, what'd you say? I've tried. I've tried. I have told her like, the thing is, is like, we went to the same college. Like we both have degrees from the same university. He makes more money than I do. Um, and so it's kind of like ridiculous that she's got these biases. Um, and to be fair, like he does look like a Harley Davidson guy. Like he's super tall and has this like big old beard and like a tattoo. Oh, it's a, I see. Things, but. He looks like a rocker and she's decided he's like bad news. Got it. But you guys went to the same college. You both got a degree from there. Although his was in TIG welding, right? Isn't that right? And rocking out. Didn't he minor in rocking out? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he kind of did. I do have a question for you. Why does your mom get so much opportunity to be rude to him? (laughs) Like, uh, you've said you've tried talking to her. She won't respect that boundary. That's not a boundary she'll respect, right? And that's something that lots of our moms do and then you got to decide like y- y- am i going to cut my mom out of my life obviously not so now what do i do with the fact that she won't respect the boundary so how do you reconfigure this relationship where she doesn't have the opportunity to be rude to him like are you bringing him around a lot do you live with your parents what's no no like i live my parents live in arizona i live in texas um my mom's just it's like fucking million. She's just like everywhere all the time. She doesn't, she just, she call, you know, she, she just, she calls me all the time. I mean, this is to my little brother too. So it's not just me, but she's just. Sounds like you guys are close. We are actually pretty close, but she's just like this. And I, I try to, to be like, listen, Sharon, you got to like dial it back a little bit because this is uncool. Her name is so close to Karen too. It's got to hurt a little bit, right? I know. <laughs> I, I have the solution here. Okay, good. I think I have the solution. Do you have some thoughts, Natasha? No, you go ahead. I think you have to... Basically, it's time for you to punish Sharon. It, the, the time has come where she you have to become the adult in the situation. She won't respect your boundary. That's immature. That's very immature. She's decided that this guy's bad news or trash or just not worth you or whatever. And, and you've told her that you both have degrees. You know, it's, 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 it's not... It's irrational. She's made that decision. Yeah. And she's not going to change from that position. 
And it's time for you to set a real boundary. And it, it, go, it goes a little something like this. Sharon. Are you going to rap? Yeah. It goes a little something like this. Sharon. Your name is close to Karen. Uh, but I am no longer Karen about your staring <laughs> at my bow. Because I'm his hoe. You know? Yeah. So you think she needs to just say to no. her mom, listen, you're making me feel bad. I like him. He's cool. You don't want to be open to it. So we're just going to spend a little less time around you then. Well, I don't think that's going to happen. But I, right. I mean, but I, I think I, this is what I would do. This is what I would recommend. Sharon, uh, mom, I've asked you not to say negative, disparaging things about this guy because I love him. I don't, it doesn't matter to me that you don't like him. It's, that's immaterial. You won't respect that boundary. So as a result, I'm going to take that part of our relationship off the table i'm not going to tell you information about my boyfriend anymore i'm not going to i'm not going to share that part of myself with you anymore because you're not making it safe for me to do that i'm still your daughter i still love you and we can talk about literally everything else but when you ask me how's your boyfriend i'm, I'm just going to say mom we already talked about this we don't discuss that just take that out so she doesn't ever have the opportunity to talk about it will she go with that easily no she'll say oh you're gonna you, know, you cut me out of that you love life I, I i know she's not the jewish one but what you know whatever i'm, so, I'm sort of making her that you know what, what would she what would the italian person do no but that's good i'm your mama you cut me out of your life after all the they would say the same thing. Yeah, right. So you just say, you say until you can learn how to be positive about him because you're not dating him. Are you, mom? Are you fucking him? No. So until you can learn how to be positive, I'm just not going to talk to you about my love life because you haven't made it an opportunity. That's what I think happens. You set the boundary, and then the hard part hap- the hard part starts. We have to actually not talk about your your boyfriend to your mom. Yeah. Do you live at home? No, no. I live in my parents live in Arizona. Oh, right, right. In okay. Texas. I was confused by your posters on the wall. <laughs> I was thinking. Oh, no. no, no, I live, no, I live in Texas. I'm, I'm working here. The problem is like, I just had this conversation with her today because I, I need to get out of here. Like I came to Texas for like after I graduated undergrad because I needed to go to back to school. You, you came to Texas to get your shoulders ripped and now they are, and you're ready to go back to Arizona, right? You, you've done push ups the entire time you were there and yeah i yeah yeah i came here to go to paramedic school um and now i want to go back home because i miss arizona and i hate it here and uh, i was like telling her that i wanted to move back home not home to like my family's home i can't I, i would die but just like back to phoenix i miss my friends and she was like oh so you're just giving up oh yeah one of those and so that's what prompted you're right that's what prompted me to write to write in. So I was like, okay. But I mean, that's that's not a very evolved way. Imagine saying that to your child. Yeah, I can't. I, that's why I'm trying to figure out how to like respectfully approach the conversation with her because she's like, you're just gonna move back, marry him, and just give up. And I was like, as opposed to what seizing your destiny in College Station. I'm not. Well, she's clearly like you know trying to have you live the life that she couldn't have. 100%. Maybe she felt that she gave up and, you know, and, and you're, you're not, I mean, go- I'm not giving. Sorry. No, no, it's, it's just hard because, you know, you, you want to live your own life that has nothing to do with anyone else's dreams and desires for you. Right. Like, don't you want to just do your own thing, but you can't help it because people want, want you to, they want to correct things in their life through you and 
They see you as this conduit. I mean, moms do this thing where they have this vision of what you're supposed to be, and then they also have this, um, they have this uh, presumptuousness that because they're your mother, fathers do it too, parents do it, because they're your parent and they raised you and they did all this stuff for you, they have carte blanche to talk to you however they want for the rest of their lives. And like, I think that, what are you, 28? I'm 30. 30, yeah. It's like, that's like the, to me, that's 30, 28, 29, 30 is like go time on realizing, oh no, I'm actually a fucking adult. Like full on, I'm grown up now. And I don't have to take that kind of communication. Uh, it's not, I'm not recommending cutting people out of your life. Obviously you love your mom, you're not going to do that anyway. But but at 30, it's like, I'm my own person. I And so I can start to slice these little fish hooks of emotional, passive-aggressive baggage that my parents have been embedding in me and just say, I'm not living my life for you. What what business is it of yours if I give up? But, I'm 30 now. I, I will say one of, the, one of the issues with doing that is that you might talk to them less. That's true. There are consequences to every action. But that's 100% true. You're right, Natasha. It, it might become a... Your mom doesn't sound full-on abusive, but it sounds like she likes to dance around the zone, you know? But also, like, it's very Italian hard as, like... The, what'd you say? The intensity, like, the Italian mother. <laughs> I think that's the whole vibe. Is like, it's like the emotional abuse light. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But also trying to, like, live through your your kids. Like, the things that I'm most passionate about for my child are, like... Uh, music lessons and being bilingual of which I don't have either. <laughs> I don't speak any other language and I don't play an instrument, but I'm like, it's very important that she learns to play an instrument. And it's also very important that she learns to be bilingual from a very young age, but I'm, I'm just trying to like do what I wanted, you know? So I think that, yeah. you know, just having empathy as much as you can for her when you speak with her and communicate with her and just let her know that you're on your own path and, you know, you, but you really do respect her and you like that you're close and, you know, but, but what Moshe said then. It's simple language though. It's like, I love you, mom, but I don't want to talk about that with you anymore. I love you, mom, but I don't want to talk about my, my, my career path is my own. My love life is my own. Unless, until you start fucking my Harley Davidson white trash ninth generation Missouri gutter, <laughs> gutter slag from the, from the eight mile version of St. Louis suburbs. Wait, the, wait, do you think that like there is like actually like an echelons to reach like in like third generation, fourth generation trailer trash? No, like there's no they're like my family's been living in in trailers and trailer parks for like Oh, you think there's like a, a hierarchy of like how I mean, like everything. I mean working class people are are proud of being working class, just like rich fancy, you know, classist people are cl are proud of their like uh pedigree. Everybody's proud. I, I'm I've always like I cling to the fact that uh, that my family grew up poor and we were on welfare growing up because it, to me it, it it rings of authenticity and and a, a life of the opposite of privilege. I'm sure your boyfriend's kind of like that too, right? Like a so I'm yeah, I think so. I think that they're yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, does that help you at all? You can use some of these scripts. Yeah, I will. I will. The bigger lesson here is not your mom or what you say to your mom. The bigger lesson here is you figuring out that like your mom doesn't have the right to uh, have any input anymore. She can, 
She only has the right to love you and be loved. She doesn't have the right to give it. At 30, the, the, all of it is snipped. Unless she's paying your bills, all, all of it is snipped. Like you shouldn't get to weigh in on your life decisions unless you want her advice. That's very difficult because you know they think they can and you think they're allowed to, but they're not allowed to. You're allowed to at 30 say like, mom, mind your own business. Mom, don't talk about my lover like that. Mom, don't talk about my life choices like that. I'm 30. I don't need input here. I get that you're Italian and that's difficult, but go make a fucking cannoli or something and leave me the fuck alone. That's the problem. That's the problem. Yeah, the boundaries just don't exist with with like the Italian relatives, specifically the mom, because like, yeah. I'm, well, I mean, I think that I'm do like, I mean, I'm not, I'm not giving up in any regard like i'm gonna go to grad school and stuff i just need to focus on talking to her about that i guess hey we're not your mom we don't care what you do with your life you can throw it away by being a paramedic if you want you just (laughs) yeah if you want to do something bullshit like save people who have been in grizzly car wrecks like you go ahead and throw your life away we (laughs) don't give a shit but i i think like regardless of whether you're going to grad school you're allowed to be a loser that's your decision it's not your mom's decision. It's just it, it's your life, and that I really think when you turn when you turn thirty is when you start go, saying that to yourself, like, "Oh, it's mine now, fully mine." My parents aren't involved. Anyway, Natasha, uh, yeah. I I think we've given you good advice. Keep doing um, push-ups. Grab those longhorn steer by the horns, and and you can your shoulders will continue to be in impeccable shape and. <laughs> Go find this guy on a Harley. Okay, good luck. Yeah. Thanks, guys. You're awesome. Jew in College Station, Texas. Never thought I'd hear the day. Have you accepted the Torah yet? Oh, God. I'll start asking people that. I dare you. You won't make it back to Arizona alive. All right, good luck. Nope. Thank you. Hey, Tosh. Yamosh. You know what I used recently? What? Zoc Doc. I love this service. ZocDoc is the best. ZocDoc is a free app that shows you doctors who are patient-reviewed, take your insurance, and are available when you need them. And let me also add, on the side of town that you feel like driving to. No, 100%. I love when we get an ad that comes through for our podcast when I'm like, I was already using this product in my actual life. ZocDoc makes my life so much easier. Well, you turned me onto it. And when you turned me onto it, I was like, oh, life can actually, this is something that technology has reaped that's actually um, beneficial. And this is from a hardcore technophobe. I mean, here's the thing. You, what, what did you used to do? You'd Google a doctor's office. They would give you one doctor's office. You'd call, they go, yeah, we've got an appointment for you on the 27th of March, 15 months from now. Now you put in what your need is. Oh, okay, I've got shingles. And shingles doctor comes up, the, how far they are, what their reviews are, and what appointments they have. And you can look through multiple, multiple offices and get an appointment sometimes the same day or even or the next day. And what makes so much sense is like, you know, you have a general practitioner, but then you also have all they tell you to do is go to a specialist for every yep. single thing. You need gynecologist, you need mammogram, you yep. need everything. I you need a gynecologist and a mammogram. <laughs> but I'm just saying everything is specialized anyway. So you might as well find someone that's close to you when you can see it. How are you getting the message? Them. We love ZocDoc. 
we'd like you to try it out. Go to ZocDoc.com slash honeymoon, download the ZocDoc app for free, and then start your search for a top-rated doctor today. And many of these appointments are available within 24 hours. Find the doctor that's right for you and book an appointment that works for your schedule. ZocDoc is a free app that shows you doctors that are patient-reviewed, take your insurance, and are available when you need them. That's ZocDoc.com slash honeymoon, ZocDoc.com slash honeymoon. Well, I think we helped her. Yeah, I mean, God, it's hard with moms, isn't it? I mean, they're just, I, I'm just so lucky. My mother has a lot of issues. She's a fucking complete bum when it comes to hot tubs. That's for damn sure. Your mom is funny because in our group text, she's always like, what is this? Any any typo, it's like, what is this? What is this? And then it's like a typo. She's like, what is typo? Like, you have to like completely like explain everything to her often. But as a result of that... In a group text. As a result of that spirit, that joie de vivre, and that kind of... Uh, uh, she's never heard of a typo? No, I mean, she's got a language barrier, honey. Right. She's not a native English user. She's a native ASL user. And has more pronounced ADD than any human being I have ever encountered in my entire life. But all that said, she's got tons of issues. And she drives me crazy. But she is never passive aggressive. She's just That's just not what she does. She doesn't comment negatively on my life or my behavior in like roundabout ways designed to make me feel like shit. I just don't get any of that from her. And I'm super grateful. Yeah. That sounds nice. <laughs> yeah. It's not quite the vibe. Yeah, I, I hope I, I hope I'm like that. Yeah. It's a important I think it's super important. Cause you can just you can literally hand your kids a complex. It's like you start the complex when they're a little kid. By the time they're thirty, they don't realize they're living their own lives. They think they think that they still owe you emotional fealty about their love life. It's like what what possible business is it of yours who i'm fucking you your mom never talked to you about that stuff never about my lovers going like mm -mm -mm. <laughs> they seem like bad news to me never never and i get it that some that that's not abnormal for your mom to weigh in on your love life but it's like at 30 i'm just like uh-uh it's me now i'm grown what happens when they die what do they think is going to happen you your life will fall apart without their needling passive aggressive advice i mean it's you could be dating some woman who was like you know siphoning money from you and your mom would be like she i love you you're so beautiful thank you for being <laughs> a part of our family these crotchless panties would look nice on you exactly yeah yeah maybe my mom's not uh discerning in that way but i don't need my mom to figure out my love life for me if i do then i am not a grown-up when it comes to dating if i need my mom to figure out if someone's a dirtbag. What if she has wisdom, though? Then I'll go to her for her wisdom. That's what being an adult is. I I request advice. I'm not I'm not uh, required to to accept a tsunami of unsolicited advice just because I'm related to a person. All right. That's what I think. What do you think? I mean, I I think that it's hard because you know sometimes your parents have like a sixth sense about people too. Or about you. They they really know yeah, you and kind of your yeah. patterns and, so and stuff like, like that. And so, you know, I'm trying to put myself in this position where I'm like, if I had already seen people like that and knew what was going to happen and then my daughter is with someone, I'm like, the same thing happened to me. Like, well, no, you're, so it's hard, you know? No, no, you're right in that, in that, like, 
it's very difficult to figure out if your mom's being a busybody or if they see something you don't. Yes. But in this case, based on the information this person provided us with, because we were kind of like fishing around to see if this dude was had some red flags, and it didn't sound like he did. He sounded like a nice person. It just sounded like classism, classic. We're lawyers. Their family is not our type, dear. Right. Well, I mean, you certainly don't want to pick your mate based on someone your mom thinks would be nice for you. I just want my mom to get horny when she sees my lover, too. But that's what it comes down to. Honestly, I, when I hear this stuff, I think, oh, the mom, what is the mom? The mom wants her to fuck someone else. The mom's like, oh, you shouldn't fuck that person. Fuck this person. I think it's about not wanting to make the mistakes that she made. I don't I don't know. I I heard it differently than you because they're both lawyers. So it's like she wasn't some loser that was like, I'm not that lawyers are infinitely happy people. I'm just saying it sounded just like straight up. These people aren't uh, good enough for my daughter and my mm-hmm. daughter. And, and, and not only that, my daughter's not good enough for my daughter. She's just a paramedic in Texas. She's going to marry this trashy guy from Missouri. It just sounded like pure, like you should be different. You should be more like me energy. Yeah, you're right. Whatever your mom's energy is really positive, And you're very lucky to have that ingrained in you. I feel grateful for it. Yeah. Although I could have been a loser and she still would have been as proud of me as she is today. So like if you were like on drugs, your mom would be like, I'm so proud of him. I'm going to no, buy him his drugs. If I was on drugs, she would have judgment about that. There are certain things she would have judgment about. If I had a tattoo, she would um, have disowned me. No, but she would have been very upset. If I joined the military, those are the rules of my family. No military, no tattoos. Other than that, there was no guidance. <laughs> uh, I guess be a liberal, be pro-choice, don't be homophobic or racist, don't get a tattoo, don't join the military, and uh, sex is good. That was kind of that was those were the and I love and love is love is everything. Wow, that's pretty lucky. But that was kind of it. There was not a lot of prescriptive uh, information to be gleaned from my mom. If I'd been like, how do you, although she was a hard worker, she went to grad school, night school while putting us, raising us on welfare. I mentioned welfare again, twice in one podcast. Can you tell that I am proud of it? You're like third generation welfare. We might be. Cool. All right, Natasha, what do you think? Should we do another call? Let's do it. Okay, let's call Missy in Orange County. The college station of California. Missy, what's happening? How Hi, are Missy. you? I'm good. How are you guys? So good. excited. Oh, are you? We're so excited to see you. We haven't had a caller from Orange County in quite a while. And we're really excited to hear what it's like beyond the Iron Curtain. Orange <laughs> Curtain. The Orange Curtain. That's what they call it, right? Yes. It's not fun. They got a beautiful... You got beaches. Yeah, we got beaches. But the people are a little grumpy. Lots of lots of Trump with the tank tops and the you know not happy with my rainbow flag and stuff like that but lots of great food lots of great stuff to do outside so you are wearing a tank top by the way i just want to point that out i guess i i'm a hypocrite there you go so basically do do people decide to like like bring flags to activate each other like are there trump flags versus (laughs) she's billowing her pride flag where they're billowing their pride flags kind of thing (laughs) It's like semaphore, right? Is that yeah, what that's called? Yeah, people do that to activate each other. I'm just chilling at my house. I've always loved rainbows forever. I'm just a rainbow gal. Lisa Frank, stuff like that. Sure. And then, 
yeah, it's the neighbors and stuff like that that kind of want to make things political. But um, I don't know if uh, Laura told you why I was calling advice I wanted to ask you guys. I didn't know she gave you the lowdown yet. No, we don't know. Um, but I wanted the lowdown. That's what I say. I'm old fashioned. Sure. Um, I started working in the fetish community now and I found that people like burps and I've been burping <laughs> online for money. <laughs> Yo, what kind of money you get? Well, I'm only making like $300 a month right now and I just started. <laughs> so it's like, you know, you know, you gotta, you gotta work your way up, but yeah. I have an OnlyFans and everything. I have some questions. Is your OnlyFans is your OnlyFans only burp related? <laughs> only burp related. I mean, maybe if you like, you know, you message me on this side and you know, you know, I'll burp with like a cute out you something cute on or sure. you know, something like that. But I'm just rolling like how I am now, no Meg, just burping. And it's the burps that's doing it. Okay, I have a question. What have you learned since burping for the burping community like what have you learned that people are into or yeah what's by the way before you answer that i just want to tell you natasha i don't know if you know this because you're not as like hip with like young lingo and stuff Mm -hmm. but you know there's the lgbt community Mm -hmm. lgbqt burping the b is for burping burpers it's not a lot of people think it's bisexual it's not it's lesbian gay burpers transgender queer questioning and allies (laughs) intersex and anyway yeah be for burpers um that is um i'm sorry what was your question my question is what have you learned from the burping community um the burping is insanely polite they uh, nobody has ever yet yeah they're constantly saying excuse me right (laughs) (laughs) yeah lots of manners so i've been really appreciative of that um just Is, is it mostly men yes mostly men and okay like 95 percent, just dudes and and what are they like what's the demographic like like uh, are they rich are they are they everything are they white are they everything what's the who, who's your who you looking at if they show their face sometimes sometimes they're white sometimes they're black um some italian men and some men in the middle east have been into the burping as well so it's everybody so I, don't, I don't know statistically but do you have to like rub your pussy while you're burping or do you just burp no, I just burp. I don't. I, I don't show any holes. Nah. I'm well, not. you do show a hole. You show the cla- you, your pie hole. <laughs> just the one hole that matters, right? Yeah, I mean that's the original <laughs> hole. I mean that's the kind of classic hole. And Wait. then what do you do? I have a few more questions. What do you eat or drink in preparation for? Great burping? question, Natasha. Really good. I have a lot of food allergies, and I have a really strict follow for like my chronic illnesses. So I found a lot of the other ladies with chronic illnesses. We can burp really loud and. Um, I just eat vegetables, Wait broccoli a second. and ginger ale. That's Wait. the big, big request. Wait a second. Okay. You're saying that that in in a kind of come from behind story, your chronic illness is causing you to have more intense burps, and in in a way making you more successful in the burp community. Yes, that's so beautiful. That's an unbelievably <laughs> would, beautiful tale of redemption. Thank you. <laughs> she said broccoli and ginger ale. Broccoli and ginger ale. Wow. Okay, wait. Okay, I have another question. How, because I feel like we're missing something on the timeline here. Y- you don't just start an OnlyFans and start burping into the wind and then find <laughs> that there's a community around it. How did you know in the first place to do burping? I mean, I didn't know that was a fetish. 
guy was trying to sell feet pics. Classic. <laughs> and that so I'm aware of. And just said, right? I was like, I was like, oh, you know, like my rent's late. That was my question too, is uh, my dad is my landlord and I have not told him what my new profession is. I just say, I'm selling crafts online. I'm selling crafts. Sure. For you. Um, but I want to tell him once I like have a big fat stack of cash. And I was going to ask your guys advice on how I should tell him that I am burping online for dudes to make money. But the mm. timeline, I'm sorry, originally that you asked, that was my question. Um, I'm a talker, sorry. Um, was rent was late and somebody was just like, Hey, do you burp? And I was like, that's a thing. I was like, yeah, I do that all day, every day for free. That's what I'm known for. <laughs> Trip. Okay. So I just started doing that. I love this. Are you known for your burping? Yeah. Uh, I just, I'm a gassy gal, I guess. Okay, so I don't think we can let you go without By the way, hearing. Natasha, I don't know if you know this, but yeah. in the LGBTQ um, acronym, yeah, the the G actually stands for gassy. gassy? Yeah, so it's lesbians, gassy burpers, tr- uh, uh, transgender, yeah, and etc. So, is, is there any way we could hear a burp out of yeah, you? Yeah, can we get one free one? Oh, okay. No, I, I'm. I'm sure. Right no, de- Listen, I liked the, it. I'll tell you what. I it was good. I just found out that I don't have that fetish, <laughs> like big time. Don't. Not that I. I'm, I'm not judging your how your, You're your like, burp. Not into it. It's just I'm not into burps. It's it's I don't. It's what not my what thing. kind of what kind of guys do you think are into burps? Happened to them know. in their past One lives or in their childhood? No, oh, come on. <laughs> Was that, that was wait? When I loaded up for you, oh, you loaded it up and then it came out. Wow, that's crazy. So we got three free ones, kind of. This is crazy. You got three free ones. I feel blessed. Apparently, that would have been twenty dollars. No, I'm just. I feel so blessed. That's. Beautiful. Have you ever connected with one of the guys you did that for? Like connected, like by messaging. Yeah, like were you like, oh, I kind of like this person, or is it always strictly for money? You know what? There's like, there's one guy who's really cool. I'm not going to say his name. Oh, yeah, and it's, of course his you're not. It's pretty funny, but it's Bill it's Gates. Hard not to, but there's uh, some forums online um, and he's really nice. He's a cook. And he <laughs> Sorry, really excuse me. Messages every day. And it's, he sends you messages every day. Yeah. And he's just really respectful. And he sends me his artwork that he does. And it's just really nice. It warms my heart. <laughs> I, I, I have a question before we answer your question, because your question is so unbelievably easy to answer um, about when to tell her <laughs> father what she does for a living. Um, do you find it? Is there anything sexually gratifying about it for you? Like, do you think it's hot or is it just like you're just punching in? I think it's exciting that other people find it so exciting. And I think that part is what like is exciting for me. I'm like, oh, really? Like that kind of exhibitionism is i think is what's it's what's exciting that they're turned on is kind of hot or something not that you're like yeah i get it okay that makes sense that makes sense yeah okay natasha wait so so you say the answer is unbelievably easy she just shouldn't tell the dad yeah dude yeah i don't think this is one that really begs a uh, i mean why does he need to know this i don't understand on any level why you need to come out to your dad i know i understand (laughs) that you're you're a g you're a gb I get it. I get it that you're in the LGBT community, uh, but I don't think this is one coming out story that needs to be told. Why do you want to tell him? Um, he's always like, he just, 
he's a pull yourself up by your bootstraps, but I'm going to get a little teary at cats in the cradle. He wanted a son. Mm -hmm. So he got an LGBTQ burper instead. But honestly, (laughs) who uh, cares what he wanted though? Right? Yeah. I just mean, I guess we're really close and I just feel like I'm like hiding and like lying. Like when I'm like, I don't know, I'm not really like a secret person. And this is just like a big secret that I have. Like that's just, Hmm. Thank you for that advice. Also, happy Father's Day. Thank you. I mean, I don't think he'll want to know. But if you're really feeling like the compulsion to like tell him because you guys are close like that and it'd be weird, it doesn't seem like a big secret to me, by the way. I just don't find it that like, okay, if you were, uh, I mean, I, I guess technically you're on some weird end of the spectrum a sex worker but i mean you gotta squint at it pretty hard to call it that so maybe if you were like a real sex worker then yeah it would be a big secret but this is so benign and innocuous i'm just like who cares but if you're feeling like compelled by it i guess you could say like dad i'm doing something on OnlyFans, which is a site that uh you know is there's a lot of like you know subscription-based kind of nudity and sexuality I'm not doing nudity. I'm doing something very specific. Why would anyone tell their parents that, though, if they I, didn't have I'm to? I'm saying if you feel like she said that she feels guilty about not telling him, I'm saying you could say what I'm doing for money is I'm on OnlyFans. It's like a kind of a sexual site where people are subscribed to people. It's usually for you know, sexy pics. I'm not doing that. I'm doing something very kind of odd and specific, and there's no nudity involved. If you want me to tell you more, I will. I guess you could do it like that, right? But I would I would err on the side of I would a silent but deadly. I just would hate if like somebody he like his friend or somebody came across it and they're like, Your daughter's on OnlyFans or something like weird like that. And like I don't think anybody would do that. But just say I don't know. Talk to me when you're making thirty thousand dollars a month. <laughs> that's what I that's what I was saying. Like I Oh, I have a question. I think you're right, Natasha. This is at this point, this is just a silly hobby. And soon when you start raking in the big bucks, but is there a person out there that's like making like real loot in just burping? Like, is there a legend of the burp community? Yeah, I forget her name, but there was one I was watching like some YouTube and she was making like a couple thousand a month on OnlyFans doing it. And so that's when I was like, oh, I want to try. <laughs> I mean, I think you're on your way. I think it'd be. I really like your natural quality with your burping. And I thought that the one you saved up for us was really good. And even Natasha just the would, little surprise one I thought was pretty good. Yeah, and- Natasha would like to connect you with her agents. <laughs> she thinks she sees something in you. <laughs> Well, I just I, I I thought I could see I could see you making money do, doing it. I think your dad I'm trying. I think your dad is going to be grateful that you didn't tell him. That's my my instinct tells me he doesn't want to know and just tell him you have an Etsy. Just say I'm, I got an Etsy account. I got an Etsy account. Okay. And then you know what? It just occurs to me, let's say the 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 improbable scenario that you're afraid of occurs is that one of your dad's friends is on OnlyFans and looks up happens to look up burpers and then happens to say oh my god it's missy it's little missy i knew her when she was in diapers um and look there she is in diapers again um and tells you and tells your dad right and your dad says why didn't you tell me you've got a pretty good reason to tell him, oh, dad, well, I burp for money. I thought maybe you wouldn't want to know. 
<laughs> so I kept it a secret. And you know what I mean? It's not going to be this, some great betrayal where he's like, why, why, why wouldn't you tell me? I'm your dad. This is the kind of thing I want to know. <laughs> Would you want to know? That's, you make a good point. Fuck no, I wouldn't want to know. If our kid was burping, it's not even that I think it's like um, bad or or it, or or it's just something I wouldn't need to know. It's just like okay, it, you know what I mean. Like it doesn't have a lot of moral um, complicated issues in the way that other forms of sex work can. You know, for people to you know w- process what it means to be to have a daughter that's a sex worker. I, I imagine that could be hard for a father. This doesn't have that. This is just like. Oh, you know, I didn't need to know that. I think that would be my reaction. You know what? I, I didn't need to know. All right. Well, good luck, darling. Yeah. Keep burping. Thank you, guys. It was such a pleasure. Yeah, I'm a huge fan. I listen <laughs> to all your episodes. So well, thank you guys so much. It's well, an honor. We're going to start listening to some of your episodes. <laughs> oh, my God. You got a free sample there. So. I know. I'm going to be playing it all night tonight. All right, oh, Missy. It was go. a pleasure. The pleasure talking to you. Honestly, I've never, I learned something new today. Well, thanks. I'm glad I could teach you something new. You definitely <laughs> did. Natasha, will you give us a burp to say goodbye? <sighs> I can't do it. I'm sorry. <laughs> She's too classy. All right. That was close. That was pretty hot. <laughs> All right. Take care. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Moshe, do you think there's people who call in for farting? For sure. No, that wouldn't have surprised me. Like really? farting, I've heard of, but burping is, I didn't, I just and genuinely is the idea didn't that know that. You're masturbating while she's trying to burp. And then how do you time Probably. it so that you can like climax right when like the burp happens? I, I don't really know, honey. I don't know why you're looking at me like I would have the answer. Hmm. All right. Well, it's interesting. It is definitely interesting. It just goes to show you like no matter what is going on, no matter what thing there is. There's a person that's turned on by it. Mm. All the way up and down the ladder. Interesting. Anyway, if you're turned on by our podcast and you'd like to be on it, give us a call. 213-222-8608. You leave can leave a, your secrets on there. Leave a, leave a secret on there. Yeah. And if you want to be on the on the podcast itself, give us an email. Give us an email. Give us an email? That doesn't sound the way that people say things. Send us an email. EndlessHoneymoonPod at gmail.com. You can also find us on YouTube and also subscribe to our Patreon. That's right. Patreon's got a lot of juicy stuff and I'm going to be dropping a hot, fat, steamy, burpy mixtape very soon for that ass. So Yeah, you guys like want him to DJ. He's doing it. I don't just know how to ready. handle it. I'm just getting ready. So if there's any delay, it's just because I want it to be high quality before it comes out. But it's not going to be very long. It's going to happen soon. All right, folks. Uh, goodbye. And Natasha. Uh, Natasha. I love you. I can't do it. All right. She loves me too. I love you too.